This weekend, Andy climbs a pillar, Ryan strikes some poses, and we descend to the world of the devil. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this is Weekend Rental Episode 164. All right, everybody, welcome back for another episode. Um, just past the, the Halloween season here, we're officially into November, which I guess based on my retail experience in the last week means we just forget that that's a holiday now and it's Christmas stuff everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right when away. did that happen? <laughs> when did we go no- from Halloween to Christmas? November 1st. It's a weird, wild world we live in. People are just itching they, to sell Christmas decorations. I think they throw, it must be like daylight savings time to actually add to like the disorientation of Christmas yes. happening so early. That's how they're sneaking it in there, I think. That makes sense. We're all uh, a little off from the time change, which mm-hmm. if you live in a part of the world or country that doesn't adhere to daylight savings time, good for you. Because it's really dumb moving your clock forward and backwards in the fall and spring. I mean, not that I don't mind an extra hour, but like my wife trolls me every year. So like I wake up in a panic thinking I'm late for work or she'll set the clock ahead during the sleep and then like make it seem like, oh, you got to get up so we can get our shopping done, you know. And then it's in reality 7 a.m. for me on my internal clock. But she'll convince me that it's 8 and I've slept in and (laughs) I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the shenanigans. Yeah. And I've looked it up like why would it even serves this purpose? And I, it's like a flimsy farming. concept already. Yeah. Pretty much. It was to um, be able to work the fields and the farms, but I mean, that hasn't been applicable in ages. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's pretty useless. I would say since the advent of like electricity and modern lighting that has always little threat or problem. Yep. And living up north, it just sucks because it just means dark way too early up here. Yeah, I I hop in my car when the sun's just barely coming over the horizon to drop my kids off to school, and it's already dark by the time I've left the office, which is just depressing as hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's only getting worse. The days are only getting shorter. <laughs> the people in Alaska are calling us little bitches right now. I'm yeah, sure, but. that's true. And yeah, I guess... I did spend a few months in Scandinavia where everyone has light boxes in their home that they stare into to not get depressed and suicidal. So it yep. could be worse. Yeah, very much. <laughs> but at least up there, they get to enjoy the Northern lights. We just get darkness and bullshit down here. That's true. Yeah. Did you see like those um, pictures of the, like I forget what they call it, like Steve or something like some rare, like coloration in the Northern lights that happened just the other day. No, it's like bright blazing reds and purples. Like I've never really? seen anything like it. Apparently it was like, this just massive solar flare that caused it. Oh, wow. <sighs> looked pretty badass. Huh? Especially if you were in Europe, Northern Europe, especially Unable to see it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Pictures don't really do it for that. Right. Stuff usually. Yeah. Oh, how much did someone mess with the color scheme on that? You know? Yep. Yeah. Well, aside from that, what have you been up to since we last talked? Games, mm-hmm. news, family stuff? Well, all. I played a video game and I beat the video game. You did a lot. Is this a small game again? This is a small game again. So okay. um, this is a Game Pass game that just launched last week or something. Called okay. Juicant. 
Okay. I think you say that juice, juice or juice ant in America. I don't know how to say it. Just ant. Yes. <laughs> it's a French word. Right. It's a French word. Sorry, Sestas, for butchering this, but it's, uh, I think it means low tide or something like that. It's, it is one of those, uh, very artsy games. Walking simulator, if you will. Kind, or no? kind of. It's a climbing okay. simulator. Oh, totally um, different. This is, you're climbing up rock faces. It's a, just a giant pillar <laughs> in the middle of a desert. Okay. And you're climbing up it and you're getting to all these different, um, civilizations, different levels of the civilization. Everybody is gone, missing. You're at the top, of, do you the top? Do you reach Moo Mesa? Oh boy! If you knew what was happening at the top, it's way. <laughs> I really wanted to be the Cowboys Moo Mesa. Uh, is what I want. There's cow, Cowboys wearing cowboy hats are the a lot less strange than what's happening at the top <laughs> okay. of this one. So. Okay. <laughs> the um, it used to, yeah. As you're climbing along, you're finding different notes. So that's also a lot of like. Oh, you're just reading notes to find out what the story is and what's happening. And basically it was, uh, this, you know, people lived here and now they don't because the water dried up. It used to be an ocean underneath and okay. the water is gone. It has not rained. And you're basically trying to get to the top because there's some legend that that's how you, there's creatures up there that make it rain. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's like a four hour game, something like that. Um, okay. It's just about perfect length because the climbing feels really good. Um, it does. It's kind of got that um, uncharted type style where it's like you can obviously Find see the breadcrumbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot more puzzling to it too because you actually put pittons in and you're like, oh, you're it like actually doing like real rock climbing type actions. Um, so yeah, I think it's really good. There's a lot of puzzling going on. There's some supernatural stuff that also comes into play as far as both the story and how the game play works as you're climbing. But yeah, I would, I would recommend it. Is this like, I, some of these games I always recommend to people to play like four hours is getting a little long, but like, they're better in one sitting. Is is this that type of game that you would recommend? Like see it through or that's a tough question because I think the, um, the climbing can get repetitive. Okay. The, the action of, you know, as soon as you beat a level, which is kind of like a biome of this pillar or whatever, then it kind of, you know, resets the biome, which is, usually has a new gameplay mechanic too, which is interesting, but five minutes into it, you're kind of doing the same thing again. You sure. Know? But it's, it's still feels good. I just don't know if four hours straight of that. Okay. Would be good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, yeah. And some of those are, it's fine to take a break, but there's stuff like to me, like brothers or journey where I feel like, or even Abzu, it's just like, just do it. Like just go straight sure, through it. Cause yeah. I think it's, 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 you know, that more complete experience, but yeah, yeah this, this definitely has like that type of uh, pretentiousness to it, too. Sure. Kind of. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, yes. I know exactly what you mean. Like very artsy and um, the music kind of swells and it, it's kind of got like a Mandalorian type, you know, baby Yoda type oh. thing going on, too. So sure. 
yeah overall i would say it's 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 probably worth playing if you're if you're into that game if you know what those type of games are feels good at yeah. the end it's good yeah it sounds like it sounds like one i'd like i like that sort of stuff i i that just reminds me i need to get back to that blank or blank or whatever i bought for switch we started oh, it yeah. and i just i bet i'm a third through and just never picked it back up um should do that I'll, I'll have to check this one out i like these I like these types of games especially <clears throat> my current stage in life this is, a yeah. lot of times that's exactly what i want and need i don't need stress or <laughs> right multiple hours or tears that i have to prestige <laughs> on and you know yeah that's yeah that's so true that's i i think that's if if i i looked it up how long it was and if it was anything longer than that i probably would have dropped it <laughs> sure but it was like the perfect amount like okay that's a good amount to see it through and i wish you know most games were actually kind of that uh, it's funny speaking of game pass i got a text from a former co-host on here who talked about beating Redfall and how it was like the most anticlimactic crap ending to a game and i responded with really could it be worse than being locked outside of a cave and then inexplicably having credits roll and your game ends <laughs> to which i got no response oh boy <laughs> it's like that nothing that was, is worse than that that was an all-timer uh still salty about generation <laughs> zero is that what zero. it is gen yeah generation zero yeah <sighs> that was a good yeah. game <laughs> Okay, Bro- you go. Broken you, game. you go with that. It is a good broken game, yes. Which, from the looks and reviews I've read on Redfall, it is also a fun broken game. But reviews yeah. are harsh on that thing, though. Yeah, like, it seems like actual reviewers bombed it, but like players are kind of like, yeah, it's not that bad. So, yeah, I don't know. And I think they've fixed some of the sure. stuff that was going on too. But yeah, you would like hope so at this do. point. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, if you if you, like I would try a little bit of it. And if the climbing stuff is not grabbing you, then you're definitely not going to like the rest of the game, but <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I always like those things too, you know? So it's always the, like, even if the ga- gameplay shallow, it's like what's over the next thing or what's up, you know, what's off screen, you know, that's always the yeah. raw. And as long I, as that's somewhat interesting, it's usually okay. Yeah. It's just kind of the bummer thing is like, there's so many like collectibles, some of the collectibles don't do anything. Some of them are just letters that you're just reading. Some of them are just, mm. just kind of like bonus gallery picture shit, you know? And it's like, right. well, sometimes the puzzle, that. Yeah. Sometimes the puzzles for those are good, but sometimes they aren't. Sure. And you don't necessarily, you know, a lot of times the path will split and then you don't know which way to go. And then it, you go down one and you figure out the puzzle and it's like, oh, well, this is the dead end to the collectible. And then that's like, well, that's kind of depressing, <laughs> but at least I got <laughs> something out of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds neat. I'll check it out. Even if, even with the weird name. Mm-hmm. So the juice ant. <clears throat> yeah. It reminds me I was listening to <clears throat> fire escape and they were talking about Alan wake and they're like, what have you been playing besides Alan walk? <laughs> I'm like, Alan, I'm like, what? Oh, I get it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I picked up, I'm, I'm, well, first of all, I'm sad to report that I don't know how Mario wonder has been going to your house. We haven't touched it in two weeks, which makes me sad. Um, but I did pick up that new WarioWare move it. And I'm happy to report that it is 
everything you loved about what I consider oh. the best WarioWare game, which is um, smooth moves for the Wii. It's it's that, but you have two Wii modes essentially. Um, okay. It has the same faults in the sense that the technology isn't always as good for split second decisions and timing as you would like. It's, you know, meaning the controls just simply aren't that tight or responsive in certain situations, but man, is that a lot of fun? We, uh, you can do the main adventure mode in two player. There's also a party mode, which we haven't gotten to, um, Lots of poses, you know, they, they spend a lot of time introducing you to the certain poses that you're going to be doing through certain mini game challenges. I will say, I don't know what it's called, either the sword. I think it's called the sword. That positioning feels very masturbatory. And my son had a weird <laughs> look on his face when the controller told him to do that. Um, aside from that, <laughs> the rest of the game is pretty fun. Lots of... um genitalless nude men though which is kind of off-putting um not sure why that's hmm. so emphasized in this game um are there are they wario care where no like the like the bodybuilder you know like the whole japanese thing you know with the whole like bald bodybuilder men mm-hmm. with no clothes they're just all like one color and they've got very defined abs butt cheeks and muscles just smooth in the front i guess oh, huh. and there's it, it comes up a lot which it, well i could have know, done without that is what i'm saying <laughs> if you take enough steroids maybe it shrinks to that <laughs> that's true that's very true um but yeah it's um uh, i mean it's it's a warrior war game i'd imagine in mm. another <clears throat> three hours i'll probably see everything it's going to show me however that doesn't stop the ridiculousness and the fun and being able to do it two people side by side and making like goofy poses and like some of the combo things you have to work together to do, like pass dynamite through people's legs or like use your ass to like blast snowballs together to make a giant snowman. <laughs> that stuff feels pretty cool. Um, I always wish these warrior games sold at like 40 bucks instead of the full retail. Mm. But aside from that, I, I gotta say it's a, <clears throat> it's a much better warrior game than we got the last go around. It, it, it fits what, makes the switch unique and the game's much better for it. It's, I think it'll be one of those party games that we'll pick up pretty consistently from here on out. Yeah. That's well, that's great to hear because yeah, I I got that last one and I was kind of like, well, I blew through it in a couple hours and it was like, okay, well kind of done with this now. Um, so yeah, this one sounds like it. It's a big upgrade. I think the kids would like it a lot more too. Yeah. Yeah, the trickiest one I've noticed is like <clears throat> there's a pose that you need to do for one of them where it uses the IR sensor. So like you have to make hand gestures, like hold up the right number of fingers and like have it read your hand. But like Ooh. the timing you need to do in a Warrior War game to drop your left-handed controller, grab the other one, flip it the right way, and then make the motion is damn near impossible. <laughs> yeah. I so imagine. It's uh it's pretty wild there. It's it's crazy that they implemented that though. It's like a really unique thing because i think virtually everyone forgot that it has an ir sensor yeah um so that's pretty fun but yeah grab it it's it's good and then because we were playing that my son and i um i had ordered like way back when i think best buy was doing that like 
10 games for $10 for 10 days. I grabbed that rabbits like party of legends or party of legend. Yeah. And we didn't play it because it required the Joy-Con. And I just, I never have the Joy-Con set up. Like, it's the only way you can play it is individual Joy-Con. Like, they're never charged or anything because I'm always playing with um, traditional controllers. So, because all four of us couldn't do it, we put it away. Um, but since we had everything ready to go, we popped that in. And it's basically based on, like, the Journey to the West is like the loose framework for the story. Oh, really? Okay. Which, yeah, why they need the story, I don't know at all. And um, I'd say I'm glad I paid $10 for it. It is, it's a always persistent four player game from what I can tell, at least in the main story mode. So if you don't have more people, you just have AI Um, and like playing that after playing, like say WarioWare or Mario party, like you just realize like how nuanced and like good they are at disguising loading screens and getting you to the next thing. And then you play a game like this from Ubisoft where it's just like generic clip art games, like mm. shoved between consecutive loading screens that are just constantly happening. Like the same loading screen every time. Ooh. And it's not that it's not fun. It's just that, you know, WarioWare presents it like this weird story progression thing with wacky music that speeds up. And then like here they're like, Here's the same loading screen with the same five second clip over and over and over again. And uh, it really, it really shows that it's not a Nintendo polished level product. Huh. Um, yeah, we have, we have this game too. And I, I think my son has been the only one that's played it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen a screen from it. it. It's perfectly adequate. Like if you've played any of those other party games Mm-hmm. From with the rabbits, you know, I think wasn't the fir- the first one was on the Wii too, wasn't it? Like the yeah, Rayman Rabbids part. Rayman Raving Rabbids was the introduction to rabbits. Yeah, thanks. And then Rayman, they're like uh, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Rayman, he gets kicked to the curb because. Uh, so yeah, I don't know about this one. I think ten dollars is the right price to pay. Maybe even twenty if you're mm-hmm. really into. But I mean, it's it's the most simple type games, right? Like everything's a rip off of something else and, or a version of something you played before in a previous one, nothing inherently bad about it. Just absolutely nothing memorable either. Yeah. Plus you have to deal with the dumb shit. The rabbits are always screaming and you just can't turn that off. They're just obnoxious. <laughs> They're awful characters. Uh, yep. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. We've, we've been, uh, touch and go with Mario. Like we'll we'll play it some nights and then the next time, not so much. I don't know. I feel like my Mario, like I really can't do a whole ton of Mario and just even for how varied Mario wonder is, I still feel fatigued a little bit Sure, over um, just the platforming, I guess. Uh, But I think we're in the fourth world right now. So we're, we're getting through it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll see the end of it. It's just, yeah, I just can't play it. I, I don't think any less of it. I just don't, I just don't play it in big bursts anymore. Yeah. And I feel like since we kind of like progressed and started as a family, I feel like it's not right to pick it up without them. So mm-hmm. I just yeah. kind of left it. We'll get there eventually. We got a lot of snow coming our way in the future months. So yeah, <clears throat> that's of uh, indoor time. I did see that they just, they announced that they sold four point some million copies of it which oh, in, two, wow. in two weeks which is the fastest selling mario game which is 
nuts that this kind of game that just was like, well, it feels like a we kicked a it over. Yeah. We kind of kicked it out the door because it was just like we announced it a couple months before release type thing, you know? Didn't make yeah. a huge fanfare of it. Yeah, we arguably, like, for a year that we were coming into saying Nintendo was going to have nothing other than Zelda, we're arguably getting one of the best, yeah, like, first-party years on the on the Switch right now, which is yeah. crazy. They also put out a statement talking about how they plan on, you know, they use uh, their uh, corporate speak to basically say that we plan on supporting the Switch for a while, because I think... right. I mean, how can you be like, yeah, next year we're just going to dump all this and start over with a new console? Because it's like anything, yeah. anything they put out now, it's million dollars, million dollars because everybody has a switch. Well, but just make it, just make your neck thing backwards compatible, right? Like, yeah. as long as it runs on an NVIDIA chipset, like that shouldn't really be too much of a problem. It's, I mean, this is ba- it's basically Android and NVIDIA, right? Like, yeah, you should be able to do anything. I forget what the quote was. It was something about like they're not bound to a typical um console generation okay. or something like that. So it sounds like maybe the next thing is just kind of like a a pro, you know, or you know, an I mean, I get that they're not bound to that, but like aren't they going to have to be bound to the fact that like publishers are working on different you're not gonna have publishers lag behind to publish on a lesser platform. I mean, granted they could put stuff on steam and stuff too, but I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the horsepower was old when it launched. Mm -hmm. How much longer can you sit on it? It's wild. Yeah. Although I heard the announcement too, rumors that Sony's going to launch the next PlayStation in 2028, which seems entirely too soon. Yeah. I mean, wow. I know that's I know that's a huge run for a console, but I also feel like it's a console that hasn't really started its life yet. That's only five years away. Yeah, I feel like this is the year where it's like, okay, people are getting into it now, right? Yeah, PlayStation Five is here now in twenty twenty three, not two years ago. Now, yeah, and the that, Xbox is dead. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well. In other exciting Nintendo news, I'm sure you caught it as we were getting ready to prepare mm. uh, for this episode tonight. But like late, well, I don't know what time in Japan, but around 5 p.m. supper time, our time here, it was formally announced that a live action Legend of Zelda movie is in the works and moving forward. It's been financed with Shigeru Sony Mi- Pictures, which yeah, is which weird. is weird. Sony's <laughs> getting a cut in Nintendo. So yeah, Shigeru Miyamoto, and uh, I forget the name, but he was the founder and CEO of Marvel Studios. He's been, he's produced also like a lot of the Spider-Man movies and the Spider-Verse mm-hmm. stuff. So that seems like a good fit. Uh, they announced the director, I forget the name, but he, they were giving him like his big credit was Maze Runner, which scares me because like from everything I know about the Maze Runner movies, they weren't necessarily true to the source material. Oh, really? Huh. Um, maybe I'm wrong though. I, I don't know if you've ever watched those. I have seen them all, I, but I, they're not I think, memorable. I think I saw the first one and I felt like 
I was like, they're not going to make the rest of these. I don't yeah. <laughs> and then they did. And then when you get to the fourth one, like it's just a zombie apocalypse is like, what is actually happening in the oh, world? Wow. Huh. These kids like escape the maze to find out that they're, I don't know. Should have been stayed in the maze. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like a whole Terminator two vibe and like walled cities. And it, I didn't, it, none of it ever made sense to me. None of it was inherently bad, but it also doesn't make me think like that's the guy for Zelda. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's exciting, right? Oh, yeah. The the fact that they said it's a live action, I think that's the interesting part. Because they thought with the success of the Mario movie that it was going to be that. All just pure that. Yeah, and the success of, like, look at something like Into the Spider-Verse. Like, you can do a good, well-animated, mature Mm -hmm. animated film, right? Like, I'd have been fine with that direction, too. Yeah. I think live action makes a lot of sense for Zelda, though. Yeah, for sure. It'll be interesting because there, you know, Mario can live off of all of the references and stuff that it did for Nintendo, where you can't really do that as much in Zelda. And Zelda has some references that link between the games, pun intended, I guess. But uh, I don't know if. I don't, what do you do in a new movie? Do you make a new story or, you know, is this a new, totally different world? I feel like you have to go off the lore. I feel like you have to go off the base lore. Sure. It's, it's gotta be like, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a hero, the hero, time. Hyrule again. And like, yeah. you gotta, you know, just the first one, but here's what I want to know. Does, does link talk in a live action <laughs> Zelda movie? It's a fair question. Mm-hmm. Just high yes. That would be, yeah. That casting is going to be crucial though. You know what I mean? You are not casting an action star. You are not casting an adult in my mind. You are casting, you know, it's not a voice that you can hide behind either. You know, your face is there too. You're looking essentially for like a confident 16 year old cross country athlete who has a sword and a tunic, you know, that's how I feel like he should come across as the unlikely hero. Right. Yeah. Like I could see like, what's that little dipshit who plays Spider-Man in the new movies, Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Like that type of build. I don't want Tom Holland to be in <laughs> like that. That's the type of build I want is like, you know, yeah. Well, like, he was, he was Spider-Man. So maybe there's a link on that, oh but God, I hope not. <laughs> huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Harrison Ford. I want Harrison Ford. <laughs> you know, they probably had to go with Sony because they didn't want to have to do the whole pandering thing through anything that Disney owned because mm-hmm. Link would have to be Hispanic and female. And oh, that's you know, true. Yeah. Ganon would have to. Link would be the person that needs to get saved. No, for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The Sony, the Sony collaboration is odd to me. Like just handing inevitably hundreds of millions of dollars over to your biggest gaming competitor. Maybe it's like a peace offering for like, Hey, sorry, we fucked you over and (laughs) led you to make a console. that has been crushing, you know, but we're all good. Yeah. At the end, they they might back out of this deal and be like, call up We're Phillips and Phillips. like, are you doing movies? <laughs> Phillips doesn't have a film division. We're doing it anyway. We're doing it live. Yeah. I, uh, 
I'm cautiously optimistic. I think with the things they've said, I think they have people who are in the right backgrounds and like style of film that this could really work. Yeah. <clears throat> it I think could also so. what I'm concerned about though, is that because Zelda is aside from the cartoon, a mostly silent stoic protagonist, I think this film could really alter a core gamers perception of what that character is in a negative way, depending on how this comes out. Yeah. So I'm a little I, afraid for that. I I'm surprised it's a movie. Well, I'm not surprised because they obviously made a billion dollars off the last one. So, right. But I feel like Zelda as a live action, especially would work better as a series. Yeah. Because there's so much ground to cover as if you're going to be talking to Gorons and Zora and, you know, like, yeah, that's true. Like, look at what they've done with the Witcher and stuff. Like, yeah, that would, that's true. God, I hope they get like some big dumb guy with like plastic rocks all over his face. Who just runs around (laughs) saying Goro after everything he says. (laughs) Yep. And if they don't have tingle, it's the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. How perfect would that be? So good. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that'll be the next thing. Like in a year from now, we'll hear the initial casting, right? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, I, I could see it being in the the tears or the Breath of the Wild that world. Yeah. Yeah, especially especially since it seems like that's where they want to live with that franchise for the foreseeable future. And they've I just mean, made characters is, out of everybody in that too. Yeah. Right, and it is like the most down to traditional st- I mean outside of like the first couple I mean it's it's the very core story without any weird shit you know what I mean yep there's no talking boats or fucking masks and evil <laughs> moons and <clears throat> it's all the stuff you want yeah it'll be cool cautiously optimistic on that I'm just glad it's not Peter Jackson or it'd be like 20 films over 12 hours and be shot in New Zealand. Get the whole Lord of the Rings treatment. Yeah. Speaking of that, did you hear that new Beatles song that they used his uh, like technology to like pull out the AI stuff for and put out this last week? I haven't heard that. No, yeah, I haven't no, heard I think the song or whatever, but I think it's now and then is what it's called. It's just like, it's the most like anticlimactic thing. Cause it's like, yeah, it's a perfectly fine. It's a perfectly fine song. Like, but this is, this is theoretically and pretty much definitely the last new Beatles song that the world will ever hear. And it's kind of like, yeah, it's okay. Until Maybe the that's AI not. is making. That's true. Beatles songs from scratch, I guess. Yes. I watched a whole rabbit theory video on that. Cause uh, the drummer is the drummer left. No, he got fired left or got fired from Slipknot. So that's the whole theory now is that like, because oh, clown Weinberg, and yeah. Corey Taylor own, the band exclusively that they're just cycling through members and that Slipknot will just live on forever with other people under the masks. And it's just going to be like the blue man group of heavy metal, I guess, <laughs> which wow. is fine. I, I suppose that's people why are upset masks. about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And huh. it's like, if you, you've heard his son too, like an invented band he does, like he's just Corey Taylor. Really? Sounds a hundred percent like Corey. Huh. He could carry, he could carry Slipknot on for another 20 years. That's uh, 
the, the worst part about that is you don't get to use the trivia fact of Max Weinberg's son isn't Slipknot. Yeah. Is he really? Well, that was, yeah, Jay Weinberg was the drummer that got fired. Oh, the new one? Okay, I didn't know that. So, uh, funny. yeah, Conan's old drummer, his son was in Slipknot. <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. Funny. Yeah. Took us down a weird rabbit hole with that. <laughs> Getting us all the way to Slipknot. <laughs> Trying to think. Well, I should let you go on. I've, I've been rambling on a few of my topics here. You've, I can uh, talk, I, I yeah, can talk about a few things I've been watching, I guess. Yeah. Um, we're still, uh, I'll, I'll start with, uh, my wife's been putting on this Nat Geo stuff recently, just to have around in the background. Right. And there's a couple series about this. They always have like, blah, 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 great, great things to see with blah, blah, blah. You know, some guy. And the one that we've been watching is this guy named Bertie Gregory or something. And he's okay. from Europe. But the interesting thing about this is it's the same show as what you would expect. We're going to go go somewhere, look at animals, right? But uh, the twist on this is that it kind of goes from his point of view of like him trying to film it. So the whole show is like how he is going to go about filming this and trying to get what he wants on camera. Right. So it's like the high behind the scenes of lugging like 150 pounds of camera gear into the jungles yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah. And like how they get platforms up in these trees to be like next to okay. a nest and shit like that, you know? So it's, it's kind of weird because you're also like, well, somebody's what somebody's taping and video camera. There's a camera guy shooting film of a guy shooting film. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, most of it comes down to is like this guy just has a drone and he's very proud of it. Right. He has a very fancy drone that he can take over. So it's like, oh, there's some animals. Let me get the drone out. Got to get the drone out. Oh, my battery's dead on my drone. I got to come back and switch out batteries on my drone. So it sounds like a good show for drone enthusiasts is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Um, I will say it's not like it's not on the epic level of um, like a planet earth style of like, holy shit, this is amazing cinematography. But what they do capture is pretty cool. Okay. And seeing different things that like, Oh wow, this is, you wouldn't see this in, you know, traditional ways that they've filmed things before. Right. And it's just amazing to see like how some animals have adapted to hunt. That's what most of it comes down to. It's just like, how do these animals just like know to do this now? You know, it's interesting because they're hungry, I guess. Gotta eat. Yep. Yeah. I always like that stuff. It's always kind of interesting and kind of, it's kind of fun too. And you see the process behind some stuff. Like I've watched a few shows like that where they'll show like, behind the scenes of like a bear grills or something. You're seeing like all the shit that has to go on to make that show yep. seem like nobody's there. It's pretty wild. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's exactly pretty much the same type of style. You know, they'll be like, okay, we're just staring at an ocean looking for dolphins for three days straight. You know, and it's like, well, <laughs> that's not entertaining TV if you were going to show that, but that's kind of what, what it is. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. What's What's that one called? He, it's a number of different series. Okay. Uh, so it's, you know, 
epic adventures with Bertie Gregory so or epic adventures, something animal up close. And, you know, <laughs> just all these like five, five uh, episode runs or whatever that he, it's, are you finding you that know? on Disney plus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it seems like that's where most of that stuff's at. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's pretty good. Um, and then Has he killed his- an animal with the drone yet. No, so there's like the a hockey skate <laughs> incident, but like with a parakeet or something. <laughs> there was one episode where he's trying to uh, film uh, how crowned eagles in like Africa hunt, which is crazy. Like those guys can take down like antelope and shit like that. You know, they'll like okay. swoop down, kill a monkey and bring it up to the nest and rip it apart. You know? But their main thing, I guess, is like fruit bats. And during this migration, there's like a million fruit bats the whole sky is just fruit bats everywhere and he's like i'm gonna bring my drone up there (laughs) jeez that's not gonna work you're gonna put your drone in the middle of these fruit bat swarms that's not just like a bloodbath (laughs) flashing chunks everywhere uh it's awesome no i'm sure probably most of those shows i bet you there's somebody on staff that's like you you know we got to treat the animals the way you know yeah and I'm sure they're all produced to add intention and they added different ways to be, you know, somewhat fake or whatever, but yeah, we got to make, make it interesting somehow. Right. Yep. Yep. And, uh, we're still going on our supernatural run and I wanted to bring up one episode. You said you didn't see this, but. Or you don't remember seeing it. Yeah. So I read the description when I saw your notes and I do not recall it. I know I watched it because I've watched them all, but I don't remember this one. Yeah. This one is, it's wild. It's called baby, which is the name of the car from supernatural. Um, the episode starts, they're washing the car, but it's like, you you just see from the windshield as they're talking back and forth as they're washing the car. And then as as the episode goes along, it's just like, well, this is just kind of weird. Like, this is a different kind of strange way that they're presenting this episode or whatever. And then it gets batshit wild. They're doing their normal things of killing different people that turn out to be werewolves and a whole bunch of other stuff. And uh, it comes very becomes very clear that the uh, whole episode is going to be from the perspective of inside the car. Mm-hmm. Um, which is rather amazing. It's I really like these type of episodes where they kind of think outside the box and do some weird stuff, meta stuff. And this one just seems like like what if we just did this? What if we did an episode like a challenge to be like oh, if we just shot it from inside the car, you know? And then they just yeah. did it. Well, it, it's so fitting too at that point in the series because the car is as much a character and so iconic oh, yeah. as the actors involved. So it's like kind of cool that they do that and like give it its due. Yep. <clears throat> and there's different characters involved and a lot of stuff happens outside the car. There's a lot of fighting on the car. Um, the car gets pretty much destroyed <laughs> during the t- entire episode. Um, it's at the very end where they pan out and then you see like how wrecked the, <laughs> the car is. It's, and then they go to Bobby's and spend months fixing it up again. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. The car, I think, gets rebuilt from like frame. I don't know how many times throughout that series. <laughs> yeah. I lo- I just love how like pretty much only once in the very early seasons, they they show how they, they make money where they just 
go hustle a pool table at the right. local bar. That's how they make their money. And then or the credit card fraud schemes that yeah, like Sam is very adept at. So they hack they hack those. Yep. But other than that, it's like you're just supposed to be like, yeah, they can they can deal with it. They got money. They can live in these the same hotel room that's shaped different ways every single episode. <laughs> it has a different bar wall that's yeah. like, you know, there's different doilies and the spindles yeah. this time. Yeah, we put different wallpaper on this time. Totally different. Because, <laughs> you know, every hotel I go to has that half wall with the spindles. Yeah. But they're square this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I I like those episodes, too. I think one of my favorite ones, well, the Scooby-Doo one. And then I don't know where in the series it falls. You've probably hit it. And I forget what the enemy is, if it's like a jinx or something or whatever. But, like, it curses Dean and just makes him, like, infinitely, like, clumsy and sucky. So he just, like, keeps eating shit, like, hurting himself, oh, yeah. like, saying stupid yep. shit the whole episode. Yep. That one cracks me up. Yeah, that guy, he shows up a few times, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, well... I'll ruin it, but yeah, his evolution as to what he is and that thing changes quite dramatically over the course of time. (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, that's cool. I I don't remember that episode, but I agree with you. Like there's, it seems like there's one or two of those every season or so. That's just kind of let somebody go with a cool idea and it really helps keep that series fresh, especially if you're getting through long stints of where, like if you get to those points where they're doing like three or four episodes where it's all, continuous storyline it's just mm-hmm. like let, let's refresh and i think they do for the most part a pretty good job of knowing when to do that there's, yeah. there's times but i it, it was it felt really fresh because this season so far has been like mm, i don't know they're just like oh the darkness what's gonna happen with the darkness oh, so it's like <laughs> yeah so yeah but some of that stuff I still, yeah, every season there's, there's a couple that I find really entertaining. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm glad you're still going through it because it's a commitment. Yep. Well, at least there's an end. That's true. (laughs) And the, and the prequel got one season. So you don't have to worry about that. Yep. 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 Outside of the anime, which I still have to watch, but yeah. I, um, have you been watching any of the black Friday ads? I haven't really because, well, so around this time is when they do the big buy two, get one free on like target and then Amazon matches it and all that stuff. But every year it's like, oh, it's less and less stuff. That's even qualifies. Basically, it used to be everything. Yeah. Right. Nintendo stuff just doesn't qualify anymore, basically. So, yeah. Yeah. I've been watching some and like, well, I'm not in the market for much. Um. I saw though that Nintendo just announced their like best deals, like the official deals. You know, it's like I think you can get the OLED with Smash and three months of Switch Online for like three fifty. Like, okay, that's fine. You can get a standard Switch, which I don't know why they're still making both SKUs. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's old stock. You can get the standard Switch with Mario eight and three months, which at three hundred dollars, that's fine. Um, and then I think the other one was Switch Lite with Animal Crossing for two hundred. So basically all the bundles are just like console price, free digital game, which I mean, I guess it's fine, but <laughs> we're five years in, like throw us a yeah. $150 mm-hmm. switch light, throw us a two fifty traditional switch bundle. You know what I mean? When they, when I saw that one of their big specials was they were dropping the price of 
Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze down to twenty nine ninety nine. I was like, yeah, it was a twenty dollar game on the Wii U. Right. What are we doing here? Yeah, I saw they're doing like the Joy-Con bundle thing again too, where it's like one of the Mario Party games plus a set of oh, Joy-Con yeah. for a hundred bucks. <laughs> it's like, all right, you saved thirty dollars. Good job. Like, who fucking mm-hmm. cares? Yeah. So that's been lackluster. And the other thing I was keeping an eye on was like the PlayStation Five because I was like, well, clearly the new SKU is going to hit. That's nope. probably going to be the bundle that they'll have for Black Friday. And it turns out that is true, but it's. $500 for the one with the disc drive. And oh, a, so it is the new one. Yes. Oh, and a digital okay. copy of modern warfare three. Well, I assume it's digital. I didn't double check that. Yeah. But it's just like, well, that's not, it's not bad. That's, that's not super exciting though, either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw the release date at least at best buy probably everywhere is the 10th on that. So this Friday, <clears throat> so we'll see. I'll probably, cause I got a birthday coming up for my son. I think that's, yeah. The thing I'll snag so he can stop complaining about how he sucks at Fortnite because it's on the Switch. So Well once you do that, it's all the I mean, he's gotta own up to his skill then, right? There's yeah. no there's no more excuses after that. Right. E gaming leagues. He's just gonna have to double down and commit. So mm-hmm. yeah. And other than that, I feel like I just haven't seen much exciting for Black Friday, Walmart's starting their stuff on the 8th, like they always do. You know, there's like $15 vinyl um, starting then. Usually the same thing I feel like they offer, which is like a 50-inch Roku TV for 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like there's – I mean, I think the reality is that the manufacturing prices on electronics have gone up, so they can't really do anything better than they've done in the past years, which is probably true of consoles too. Yeah. It's just kind of disappointing because, you know – like we're saying, especially with the switch, we're not there so long, like just give us a really big markdown, you know? Yeah. I mean, they have, they have to be making money like crazy on that stuff. There's, I'd hope. you can't tell me a switch doesn't have huge margins compared to what it was years ago at the same price, basically. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I'm not excited about any of the like game price deals or anything either. I just, yeah. just don't buy that much for new consoles other than yeah, it's, the switch because of game pass. So yeah, that's the thing. I'm if it's not on switch, then game pass and then PlayStation five, I don't have. So yeah, Pete. Yeah. It's I think even last year, I think the only thing I got was the Sonic frontiers, which was like $25, like immediately, which was like, okay, well we got to. Yeah. I wonder if the new Sonic, what's the new Sonic, Sonic, uh, superstars. Yeah. Superstars. Maybe that'll be 20 bucks. That's got a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's universally everyone's like, eh, probably shouldn't have released that at 60 bucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be kind of a lackluster. Well, I think, I think the thing too is like, I think people right now are just not wanting to throw a bunch of money at stuff because we're teetering on 
potentially not a soft financial ruin. Yeah. Well, it's like every analyst has got a different, yeah, we're, we're braced for a soft landing. And the next person's like, no, (laughs) don't buy anything. You're doomed. You know, now is time to, now is the time to buy a house. No, it's not. It's the worst time to buy a house. Yeah. (laughs) I think anyone could say, don't buy a house. I don't know. 18% inflation over the last two years. Plus the interest rates are at an all time high. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe a bad investment. I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not an expert, but Uh. Yeah. Well, I saw in the notes you've been playing a classic game, potentially. Oh, yeah. So, uh, for whatever reason, just uh, booted up Minecraft on PC, because you can get it through Xbox Game Pass on there, obviously, too. Yep. And uh, and it's been, jeez, years and years and years before since I've played the PC and the amount of mods and stuff on that thing now is a totally different beast than what I was doing. I I was making my own mods way back in the day, and it was just like, I can make this block float around and move. That's <laughs> That was like cutting-edge stuff, and now it's whole... I mean, the one, my, the one that my son has been playing is it's basically Pokemon in, oh, really? in Minecraft. Um, yeah. And you're they have like both. the whole thing scripted, like NPCs, dialogue. And not not so much that, but there are. I think there are gyms and battles and stuff like that. So like okay. the, the combat systems in there, and you they're all there's just Pokemon all over the world. You just go throw, fight them and catch them and do whatever. Yes. Um, I think the card games in there. It's it's wild what what they're doing in Minecraft these days. Um, so checking that out and. Obviously, the different shader packs that you can get on a PC look right. pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, that one with ray tracing, it's like, man, yeah, this is as nice as you can make block games look. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, the sun and the lighting is very good, except everything has a sharp edge and right. makes sharp shadows. Yeah, I like the one where you do like the ray tracing <laughs> with like the real, the realistic water effects. So it's like, yeah, the water looks pristine and gorgeous, and then let's just like chunks of shit around. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's well lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy too, like how much they've added to that game, just in terms of like biomes, rule sets, engineering. Mm. Like it's all even just the base game is so much more than it ever was when we played. Yeah. Oh yeah, my just like i think the latest update there's like some monster that's like down in the uh pits yeah that hear you um your footsteps and then attack you and it's like pitch black it takes all the light away so it's like there's like some horror elements going on (laughs) down in these caves now yeah it's pretty nuts thing just keeps going though my kids, like, you know, the biggest thing for them was when they added oxalatos like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the best animal ever. I'm like, oh, <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I think my kids are very much excited that they get to play all these things that their favorite YouTube people. Play. <laughs> yeah. So I should send you a video that will terrify you. Maybe you've seen it. <clears throat> I'll find it on YouTube and text it to you, but it's like, Millennials aren't ready for generation alpha or which I didn't realize like generation a is what 
our children oh. are. It's like oh. 2010s up through now. Okay. And <clears throat> I love my son, but he's in like a whole different world sometimes. They interviewed these two kids on a New York City street, and they're talking about like drip and riz and i'm just like i sent it to my wife and i was like it terrifies me that they're exactly like our son i was like this whole generation is morons like nothing they're saying mm-hmm. makes any fucking sense like it's just wild and i'm like yeah i thought my kid was a spaz but i guess when you're raised off of like fucking youtube shorts and let's play idiots they all speak the same level of dumb yeah how do you have like the biggest depth of content that you could explore in the entire history of the And they US? all funnel to the same the force same fed garbage. Yeah. It's the algorithms, man. YouTube's killing our children. Jeez. Yeah. They get all their cultural knowledge through YouTube and Fortnite. Yep. Which can you imagine like them being our age and having a podcast be like, what do you even talk about? Cause Obviously, you still have you still have the na- same stuff going on, but at the same time, what are you going to remember? Are you right, because like, your oh, brain's programmed for five video? seconds. <laughs> right? Yeah, you have no. It's all short-term memory based, like disposable nuggets of cult- culture. Yeah, so wild. Yeah, that's. I guess that'll be when Mr. Beast is president or something. So. I mean, we could do worse. <laughs> we might have already done worse. <laughs> Uh, I'm. I saw there was like a new trailer for that uh, President Camacho, whatever the, the dude from Idiocracy. Um, oh yeah, president. Because yeah. he's like he's like running again in 2024. <laughs> it's like fitting. Well, let's try. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think. Did I have? I don't think I had anything else. What's Dreamlight Valley? Is that? Oh, that's a Disney game. You've been playing oh, that too. Oh yeah, it's so- that's still a thing. That's still a thing. So the big news, this is a scandal oh. in the Dreamlight Valley uh, community, oh, is this game that has been in early access for a year now, basically. I thought it was just a free-to-play game. Uh, so <laughs> it's been in early access, and you had to pay to get into this early access, right? Okay. And this whole time, it's like, okay, once it's out of early access, it'll be a free-to-play game. And all the hooks were there, you know, all the battle pass type things and you with cosmetics and all this stuff. Um, and then recently they said, okay, we're launching a, we're going to have this event talking about, uh, our continued, you know, additions to this game past launch day when it becomes 1.0. And also here's this blog post. And then the blog post is about, this, we are no longer targeting this game as a free-to-play game. This is going what? to be a paid game. Also, there's going to be an expansion pass um, basically a month after <laughs> you've launched the game out of early access. Pay how? Like pay to buy once or pay a monthly subscription? Uh, it's pay to buy once, but okay. it sure seems like the free content is not going to be all that you free. You can't do that. It's been out forever. Yeah, that's as bad as that. Like, what was that fighting game? Like the Warner Brothers brawl thing that they're like, just kidding. That was open beta. We're shutting it down now and it's gone. Yeah. And yeah. And, and now it's that's gone. coming back <laughs> somehow for money. It? Yeah. There's like know. season two, I think. And they want cash. Uh, 
Yeah. What I, the hell? I wonder <clears throat> if like this, this early access stuff is to see if they can get their free to play model to a sustainable part. And if it doesn't, then they're like, okay, well, yeah. this is. That, that's I, not going to work though. There's enough, like kids will just go back to Roblox. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they don't need that. Yeah. Parents aren't going to buy it. I just hope that what they were doing was changing because they were charging like they were, there was skins for your house, you know, that would look, make it look like, oh, a Disney castle or something. And it was like 20 bucks. Jesus. <laughs> it's a, I understand that if it's a free to play game and those are like the premium things and you're getting the right. crazy people to buy, but obviously they weren't buying it. Um, But. I think my wife is still pretty excited about the direction it's going, and I'm okay. pretty sure we're buying the expansion pass because that's like a whole new oh, no. island that you get to start <clears throat> with all these other people. So, it's still a good game. Just Overall, give her a modded Minecraft just, with Disney, <laughs> Disney characters. Yeah, Dream Valley. It'll be fine. Yeah, here you have. You can farm right here. You can build and, wherever you want. It's and free. Mickey Mouse is over there in his house. Oops, oh, I left wild. the mobs on. Oh shit. Mickey's <laughs> dead. And then the mobs are just like zombies. Mickey's Sorry. coming after you and Donald and uh, great. Yeah, that's wild. I hadn't heard any of that. I don't blame you. <laughs> I, I totally so forgot the thing was I totally forgot the thing was out, to, to be quite honest with you. Right. My yeah. kids tried it for a little bit and it ran for whatever reason it ran like shit on the switch. Oh yeah. So it's, like they just gave up on it. I've heard the series S is pretty bad that way too on that okay. game so yeah well the s is for suck so yeah <laughs> or shit <laughs> the series suck uh that'd probably be a better selling console actually it is better selling than the x I oh guess. yeah but but now that the important news is out of the way i think we can go to our yeah. staff picks well i don't I, do you have more to say on dream valley <laughs> no <laughs> okay well I'm gonna, I'll, let me go with my staff pick first because it's going to tie well into an earlier show you were mentioning Supernatural, and this is um, Kolchak. I'm not sure if I've talked about this before, but basically this is like a, it's either 70s, I think it's 70s, um, made-for-TV movie it started out as, and it's the dad from A Christmas Story. And he plays kind of like this hmm. quirky, womanizing, hot-headed detective, but he only likes... To explore, he somehow inexplicably finds these supernatural stories and pieces them together. So the it was apparently Kolchak, the Night Stalker, was the highest rated made for TV movie ever made, most watched, biggest Whoa. back in the day. So then it got a sequel, Kolchak, the Night Strangler, which is basically a direct sequel where he's in a different town because he was booted out of the last town because the cops are like, you can't tell their people getting killed by vampires. You see like we're running you out of town and we ran off your pretty little lady too. And that's kind of the end. Um, both of these movies are great, especially if you like that, like campy sort of like cop drama stuff mixed with sci-fi. And then all of this was so popular that they spun it off into a series that had like a 20 episode run on TV. Really? Those, wow. those are, those are great too. I've only seen like a handful of those, but it ended after that. And essentially this is sort of like the first really mainstream popular, like dark sci-fi comedy. And actually they credit the the writers and creators of X-Files credit that series as the inspiration for what they did with the X-Files. And in fact, 
that same actor is actually in a few episodes of the X-Files and he's like a retired officer who's like basically considered in the canon, like an OG founder of the early program that would become the X-Files. So it's pretty neat. Um, so if you like Supernatural and you like the X-Files and you like old campy cop shows, smart ass, like it, this is great. Like it's a great show and it's so funny to watch this character that I've only ever identified as is Ralphie's dad in the Christmas story, like play this role. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And plus like seeing that type of show in a, in the seventies where it's not, there's no technology basically at all really. So yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's pretty that. cool. Huh. Was this a Sven thing that you <clears throat> so, found? Or yeah. I had seen them before, but yeah, they, so over Christmas or over the Halloween month, they, Reshowed the first one, um, which they'd showed earlier in the year, the night stalker. And I watched that. And then the night strangler was on the next week. So yeah, I watched them both within the last month. And then the series, they did a marathon on maybe like four or five months back on like a Sunday on me TV. So I watched several of them, several of them then. Um, wow. But yeah, they're all great. Like really just quirky, funny, stupid. And I don't know. It's just huh. so funny seeing, cause the actor looks <laughs> It looks just like he does in the Christmas story. I mean, he's like arguably younger, but just seeing him like hopping in bed with like these scantily clad, like 20 year old women. It's like, no, Ralphie's dad. What are you doing? It's just scarring. It's like watching your dad sleep with another woman. You know what I mean? It's disturbing for our generation. Yeah. Especially when you thought the worst thing that he did was use some curse words. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And I think you can get. I don't know about the movies. They're probably on DVD. I know you can get a DVD of the original series. And I'd imagine <clears throat> between Tubi, Pluto, yeah. whatever YouTube, YouTube, this shit's out there. Yeah. yeah fi- you'll I'm find sure. it. It's free. Nobody's caring about where this no, shit's at. Exactly. Sure. Not at all. Wow. I've never heard of that. That's yeah. crazy that uh, it was that popular. Only got one season. Yeah. On top of that. Well, so apparently like, that was a big thing. Like, the actor who plays Kolchak started his own production crew, apparently to green light the series. Cause he loved the character so much, but he didn't own the character or write the character for the movies he played in. So he basically like stole the IP and that, and that became a big drama and why it ended uh. up not getting renewed. But apparently like the series did well enough too. So. Huh. Kolchak and Columbo we'll get them together. Yeah. There you go. How about you? Uh, I'll stick to uh, the scary theme that I had from last last one. Um, even though Halloween is come and gone, uh, we watched a movie called Barbarian. It was on HBO Max. Uh, have you seen this movie? It sounds kind of familiar, but okay. So no, the movie starts where this lady books a airbnb of a house and she finds out that somebody's already in there um and it was double booked right but you don't really know this isn't a romantic comedy no this is a horror movie that's a different uh, movie that i've seen then yeah (laughs) i'm sure it works works in different ways right yeah um the the girl was definitely not into this guy because obviously it's a situation like, well, is this really 
you know, kind of creepy, right? Yep. Um, and then the movie spends a, it spends some time in that scenario. Like this is awkward. What's really going on here? You know, the movie's trying to ratchet up tension. Um, and then it says, nope, this is not, this is a completely different thing than what you're thinking. And it just hard cuts to, um, the Mac guy. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Zeke Zeke or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, Troy or whatever. We yeah, Zeke, <laughs> aka Troy. Uh, yeah, he's in the he's in this movie like halfway through and becomes okay. the main character. So, uh, yeah, and then he gets into some really weird shit. Yeah, I definitely have not heard or seen any clips of this. Yep, I, it's new. Uh, I think it's a few years old now. Okay. It was uh, big back when it came out. It was pretty fairly popular, and it's looking screenshot or something. Yeah, it's basically uh, a lot to do with the basement, um, and what's happening in the basement. Um, and it's pretty messed up, and but also kind of one of those that's like, oh, this is. You really think about it, right? Even though it doesn't yeah, make sense. It's from 2022. Okay, yeah. Damn new. Yep. But yeah, so there is at it. some point a barbarian? Uh, no. I think oh. that's the social commentary. <laughs> okay. Because there's not it's also stuff happening some underneath that. the house. Okay. Right. There's also some of social commentary. <laughs> there's a lot of social commentary in this movie. But yeah. It's, uh, I would recommend it. It's I'm just creepy. picturing shirt in the basement with like offering people corn dogs. <laughs> Maybe. Well, what was it? Was it shirts or what was the kid guy's name? <sighs> was it shirts? Yeah. I don't remember what his nickname yeah, just, was in that game. I could, that, like, that's the perfect like cutaway clip to like a horror dungeon in a basement is just like that guy, <laughs> that guy, like, yeah. corn dog, just like a lispy Got face. It. If that guy, if you found that guy in a basement, oh my God, that is, that's no longer a comedy. That's interesting. So you recommend the film. Even yeah. It's wild and weird. Yeah. Okay. I, it's one of those like more psychological okay. things. Less, less None of that um, new, like, Torture porn, like yeah, sauce sort of a, stuff. Okay. Yeah, it's none of that really. Um, that there's obviously some uncomfortable stuff in there, but not not like that. Okay. Well, we've been looking for new stuff to watch, and I'll check that one out. Yeah, it's on, uh, on Max. It goes, you said. Yeah, it's on Max. It goes in a direction you would not expect, but okay. I mean, they cast the guy from the Apple commercials. Some already. Yeah. Like, didn't expect that. Yeah. So I haven't seen him in anything since like dragging me to hell. That was 10 years ago. He plays pretty much the same character as, um, okay. as in, uh, shit. What was the movie we watched? Sasquatch gang. Yeah. Oh, really? Does he drive a Thunderbird? Uh, he's not quite, um, he's more, uh, um, refined in that way, but he's still okay. the same asshole. I would say. Okay. Well, it's good. You get to use that experience somewhere. Mm-hmm.
you're having a good time with us at Weekend Rental, I think you might enjoy all the great geeky stuff found on the Geekade Podcast Network. They've got podcasts about games, music, movies, and more. Plus, if you order off their secret menu, also known as the Geekade Patreon, you just might find an exclusive movie podcast hosted by Ryan and myself. Check it out over at geekade.com. And hey, if you'd like to turn Weekend Rental into a true multimedia experience, our YouTube and Twitch channels might just be for you. The Weekend Rental. This episode felt fitting because it was over the Halloween season. They added Devil World to Nintendo Switch Online under the NES games, which came out on the Famicom early black box game. Never came over here, supposedly because of the Christian iconography. There's crosses and there's a devil. And I've heard parents saying we need to burn these kids switches now. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty dark, demonic stuff. (laughs) Um, I had played this game before revisiting it again. And I, walked away with the same feeling that I had before is someone had the idea of like, how do we take the sounds of like dig dug, but then make a game that's like Pac-Man, but less fun. And then we'll also take the sprite from puzzle bubble. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And they pulled it off. Yep. Yep. They nailed it. Devil world. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a Miyamoto's first console game, they said. Console-only game, right? It shows, yes. Um, it is surprising, though, that it's, like, it's very iterative. It's a, I mean, it, I guess if you're going to make a maze game, it's going to seem like you ripped off Pac-Man. Right. But, but you make it different in that you can't pick up the pack pellets mm-hmm. unless you have a crucifix. Yep. So. And the maze is only what you can see right right and that is maybe like one of the more interesting parts of the design is that on either side you've got like these little demons or cherubs or whatever the fuck they are with like scrolls on either side of the screen you can see them like moving the scroll so it basically controls the play field auto pans around so you're not always able to get to the corner where you need to get to to collect the last item to finish a level if like almost navigate your way around it without being smushed into the bezels of the screen, I guess that's almost the game more than yeah. Get away from the enemies. Yeah. Cause there's almost no challenge from an enemy standpoint. It's almost always navigating successfully so that you don't smush your character or hit a dead end and get trapped. Yep. And if you, are, if you do get hit by an enemy, it's because you couldn't go the other way because Right. They made that path unavailable, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's such a basic game, which I guess a lot of the black box games were. Mm-hmm. And they did always have that more arcadey feel. And there's nothing inherently wrong with Devil World. There's just also nothing innovative about it. You know, it's yeah, it's it's almost like things you've seen before, but with a twist. And I just can't get over like how how similar the sound design is and like the sound effects and the intro jingles and stuff to Namco stuff that was out at the same time. Mm. Like they just, it almost feels like they just straight lifted it. Yeah. The colors too, you know, yeah. they're very, yeah. Yeah. It is. 
does seem very iterative on that style. Um, I'll take this over Cuckoo Land. I like this better than that. Oh, I I don't know if I agree with you. I think I might like Cuckoo Land better. Really? Okay. And I don't like that game very much either. <laughs> I I I'll say I was pretty bad at this game because I wasn't. I <clears throat> I just could not get in the mind frame of playing ahead of where the screen was scrolling. Um, the biggest f you in this game, I think, is the devil at the top is doing the dances and basically controlling which way it's going but he's pointing the opposite way of what i would i feel like the he should be doing sure of where the screen is going i don't know what that's supposed to mean but it just seems like he's pointing the opposite way of what it should be doing it's the power of satan everything everything goes backwards world yeah i do like the second style levels too where you are trying to get the books. Yeah. Um, sort of like complete the puzzle sort of gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it sucks though that once you've seen that, you're like, okay, I've seen what this game has to offer. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm, I mean, maybe if I had played like 20 levels, but after five, I was like, I'm good. I, I know what this, and you know, I, I kind of just got to the point where I started playing the game where I'm just like, I'm only going to play the center of the field and then just keep myself away from enemies. And then eventually the game feels generous enough to scroll over to an area where like you can easily grab stuff. Yeah. So I basically, because there's no timer, at least in that first segment that I was aware of, you can really just kind of just take your damn time. There's almost no pressure to it, which I don't know when you compare that to something like a, dig dug where enemies get more aggressive or like a pac-man where they're like constantly pursuing you it feels a little bit more like these enemies are just kind of in your way on occasion so there's no real pressure yeah yeah it seems like it's 50 50 whether or not they're going to go the way you think they're going to right yeah so i feel like it's just random um they do start adding more i want to say i i got up to level 10 or so and then there might have been four four guys okay out in the field which then it gets just like uh, you're just in the way they they were just in the way for the most part yeah um <clears throat> yeah cuz we should mention like once you pick up that crucifix to pick up the pellets you also then have a basically ranged attack so really you can shoot out like a fireball or whatever it is to kill mm-hmm. any enemies that are in your path so it's almost like inconsequential cuz you're almost never you're almost with you're almost never without firepower because there's so many crucifixes just yeah. strewn throughout the game because they have to be otherwise you couldn't ever collect the items and complete the puzzle right yep. which yeah which almost it, makes you wonder why they added that element to begin with because it has so little impact in the gameplay because there's just, so many of them anyway yeah right just leave you the ability to shoot and pick up pellets and also why the fuck do ice cream cones just in, inexplicably appear and start flying across the screen at you? That's ice cream in hell, I guess. I don't know. It's a cold day in hell. Yeah. 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 I think the, the needing the crucifix to get the pellets was just more annoying because I, it would always run out with like three pellets left that you yes. need to swallow. And then it's like off the screen and it's like, well, I guess I have to wait until it scrolls back to get those. Yeah. Meanwhile, it was like two steps to get the next crucifix, but in the meantime, they've scrolled it off the edge. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, 
I guess it's not surprising why they didn't port it. Like if they had any concerns over like the iconography, like it wasn't worth scrubbing it, right? Like it wasn't worth pulling no. those out because this game just wasn't ever going to be, wasn't ever going to be a huge hit. It was going to be another clue clue land, right? Or wrecking but yeah. crew. If you didn't have it like ready at launch to do that, then what was they released it in Europe in like 1987. And it's like, well, that just didn't seem like it would be worth it. No, fuck no. No, it's just, it's an interesting footnote in Nintendo history. It's just not, it's not worth a conversation really either. I mean, it's just a very, it's just a very fine game. Oh yeah, exactly. And it's funny because it is my son's like, Oh, that's the guy from super smash brothers. Cause he's one of the, the devil is one of the, um, trophy. Oh, uh, sure, assist, sure. assist trophies in that game. Yep. And he pulls the screen around or whatever, which is a pretty yeah. cool, uh, thing in that game. Yes. But I want to say that's when I first, actually a lot of stuff that didn't come over here. I first learned about in <coughs> smash melee. They had those little, uh, yeah. little figurines that you, Doshin the Giant, yeah, all that back lore that you're like, all right, I gotta start Googling this stuff. Yeah, never came out over here, but. Yeah. I think he was one of the. The devil was in one of those, and I'm like, that game looks crazy. Turns out crazy bad. (laughs) Well, I don't know that there's much more we can add to it as far as describing this game. Other than maybe it's worth noting that like any other black spot, black box game of that era, it is a completely back or black background. Um, It's very much, this is very much outside of the scrolling, a one screen game. This is, this is that era of game. It it, it all happens on one box. Um, Yeah. It's pretty old. So that gives you, gives you kind of a feel for what you're up against. Um, What would you give it then on the Byron burn scale? I think it's interesting to play for five or 10 minutes as a nice variation of Pac-Man and be, be like, okay, I see what they were doing. But I think overall it's not good compared to a lot of maze games that came up before that, um, that just, I think the chasing tension in those games is what makes those games good. Mm -hmm. Um, this game is, not that um it's a different it's a different enemy altogether and it just doesn't quite work the same way that you would expect so i think i i think i'm gonna burn this one yeah send it send it to hell that's where it wants to be and belongs anyway um yeah i'm gonna second that i mean you could make an argument for a rental but like you said there's just it's a less interesting version of an already existing game and that game I would rather rent than buy mm-hmm. anyway. So by that standard, I think I have to burn devil world. I, I like, you know, I like the quirky stuff where you learn through collecting, like this is a thing that didn't come here because of this. And that's fun. But when the gameplay behind it is super shallow is, you know, look at a couple screenshots and read the footnotes. It's not really worth playing this game. Right. And every time you die, it just feels like it wasn't your fault either, you know? Right. Or it just never, feels like I mean, I, it's never my you. fault when I die. I mean, <laughs> in any game. So, yep. but at least in Pac-Man, you know, it's like, oh, 
they caught up to you because it just was a total mess that you were <laughs> trying yes. to get out of. But Mistakes this is, made. yeah, this is like, oh, you were scrolling a different way. You decided to scroll a different way than when I was on the bottom of the screen and I'm now I'm screwed, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't, yeah, I don't think this Miyamoto guy has a, a future in video games. That's no, thought, he won't so. go on to anything bigger or brighter. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Peaked here. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's an episode then. Another one down in the books. Absolutely. We're, uh, send us a message. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, let you know where we're organizing our, uh, burn our public burn of, uh, devil, devil world. Um, Just look might for the giant a, flaming cross in Andy's front yard. Yeah. We might get a lot of, uh, right wing people coming out for different <laughs> reasons than why we're burning this game, but, um, <laughs> leave your 2024 signs at home people. <laughs> Know what this uh, is about. Yeah, but you can reach us at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. And uh until next time, be kind, rewind. Bananas.